Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Do you know who's behind your email? What do they fund? Are they building a culture you want to be a part of? This Advent, break up with big tech and reboot your email with Fide. Look us up, F-I-D-E-I. There's a link in the description box below. That's Fide, how Catholics send email. In an odd way, the secular world does observe Advent. And I mean that more than just the odd prevalence of Advent calendars that are usually crude or overly materialistic. We see them on, you know, for sale at stores and places. I don't mean those things. The secular world has its own observation of Christmas. It's a materialistic holiday for the most part with the tip of the hat given to families and to other right-ordered things, but this still misses the point of Christmas. And it is in that way that the secular world also has its advent, although they just call it the Christmas season. November 1st rolls around, Christmas music dominates the airwaves, Christmas commercials are on TV, you get the idea. You are all very, very, very familiar with this by now. Today, I have for you something a little bit different than that. Fulton Sheen gives us this uh, reflection on the season of giving. I think this is a good thing to remind us about. I mean, obviously, it's right and just for us to prepare for Christmas itself with the gift giving and those sorts of things. After all, you can't go shopping on Christmas morning to buy gifts, so you have to prepare ahead of time. And it's perfectly right and normal to prepare for the family gatherings. But the materialistic side of things is not what we should be focused on, obviously. That shouldn't be a controversial statement for Catholics. So here is Blessed Fulton Sheen speaking to us today very briefly about the season of giving. The vast majority of the people in Western civilization are engaged in the task of getting. Strange as it may seem, the Christian ethic is founded on the opposite principle, that it is more blessed to give than to receive. Both the opportunity and the burden of filling this divine mandate falls principally on those of us who live in a civilization that has been abundantly blessed by God. We pay more in taxes than most people of the world earn to keep body and soul together. The reason it is more blessed to give than to receive is because it helps to detach the soul from the material and temporal in order to ally it with a spirit of altruism and charity, which is the essence of religion. Cicero once said that men resemble gods in nothing so much as in doing good to their fellow creatures. Aristotle says that by narrowness and selfishness, by envy and ill will, men fall into something worse than beasts and become wolves and tigers to one another. But by mutual compassion and helpfulness, men become gods to one another. On a smaller scale, it will be found that the unity of a community depends to a greater extent upon the services and kindness of one individual to another. The farming population of any country in the world is a perfect example of this altruism. At harvest time, each farmer helps every other farmer, and when there is a death in the family, willing hands are always found to pick the corn and cut the wheat. 
there is not always the same spirit in the large cities, partly due to the anonymity of the masses and partly due to com competition. Where most people we meet are strangers, there is a tendency to lock oneself in his shell. One notices this particularly in driving an automobile. Men who are very gentle at home and kind to friends become like raging beasts growling at the stupidity of every other driver once they get behind a wheel where anonymity protects them. Giving is really a divinely appointed way of acknowledging the mercies of God. We have indeed nothing to offer anyway that we have not received, and yet he is pleased to accept our offerings as tokens of our gratitude. Egotism makes the self the center. Altruism and charity make the neighbor the center. Only on the principle of giving can the inequalities of the human race be adjusted. Can the strong help the weak and the social peace reign among them? Many a man, when he was poor, had a heart that was open to every call of pity, but as riches increased, he set his heart more upon them. The massing of wealth has a peculiar effect on the soul. It intensifies the desire of getting. What is often lust in youth is avarice in old age. Could they but expose themselves to the great joy of giving and respond to pity's claim, they would sense the great thrill in benevolence. Great as the pleasure is in receiving, greater is the pleasure in benevolence. There's an old story about a Scotsman, Lord Bracco, who was very rich and miserly and who had great stores of gold and silver in his vaults. One day a farmer said to him, I will give you a shilling if you will but let me see all your gold and silver. Bracco consented. The farmer gave him the shilling, saying, Now I am as rich as you are. I have looked at your gold and silver, and this is all you can do with it. There is more happiness in rejoicing in the good of others than in rejoicing in our own good. The receiver rejoices in his good, the giver in the joy of others, and to such comes the peace nothing in the world can give. I do wonder about that last sentiment there, that there is more joy in doing in seeing the success of others than it is in our own. That would be in a time where men's inclinations are right-ordered, where we are so in the grip of this narcissism that our society is in to the point where previous periods of narcissism seem rather altruistic and, and selfless by comparison. We li truly live in an age of absolute ego. And I have to wonder if that still holds true today. Do we find in an age of narcissism great joy in the success of others greater than when we have success? I do wonder. The solution, of course, to that would have be returning to Christ the King. And it is his nativity that we prepare for. The coming of the King is just mere weeks away. Curious what you thought of this, so let me know in the comments, please. And hit like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. So to share this on social media, that helps too. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.